So repeatedly made clear that we at Harvard reject anti-Semitism and denounce any trace of it on our campus or within our community. Harvard must model what it means to preserve free expression while combating prejudice and preserving the security of our community. That was now former president of Harvard, Claudine Gay, who's gone back to teaching and I think kept her salary uh, because of all of the, the, uh, the hubbub around her inability to say that yeah, uh, advocating for genocide against Jews is not acceptable on our campus. And she, along with Elizabeth McGill from UPenn, who's also lost her job more quickly after last month's hearing. And then uh, Pamela, uh, sorry, um, Sally Kornbluth at MIT has not yet. Uh, and I actually don't think that she will based on how things are going. The problem with Claudine Gay is that it had gotten from just being those inability to answer. And she apologized afterwards and tried to clarify and uh, said, I don't know, I just got kind of caught up in a weird place where I really didn't say the right things. And here's what I should have said. But subsequently, investigations into her academic um, record indicate that she borrowed passages, at least somewhat, and did not properly uh, give attribution to those. That, um, you know, I'm a little reluctant to call it full-blown plagiarism. The way it's been described is just sort of inadequate citations. And I'll give, you know, a little credit where maybe that's, that's a little bit of leeway to interpret. But it's a problem, and it's not good for academic standards. Of course, now they're claiming that it's racism, and, and that was part of the reason she got gotten rid of uh you know she's saying that um you know al sharpton who always says that that's you know it's a one issue world for him and other people i don't i again i think that racists probably celebrated the first black female president having to leave her post and were angry at her for that but you know and sent her horrible emails i am sure but that doesn't mean that the primary reason people wanted her out of that office was because of racism i would also say that uh, and somebody made this comment in a text. Good credit to them. That uh, you know all of the millions of dollars of donations that dried up because of this misbehavior and the threat to the future job prospects for the people going to Harvard because of their connection with all this. I'm sure we're also a part of it. But it's not like getting rid of the president necessarily wipes that clean that that slate clean, right? But I went back and I was um, some of the clips from this very long anti-Semitism hearing were very interesting and I never did get to play them and I uh, since today that's kind of in the news I thought we'd go back a little bit and talk about them. this was one of the most interesting ones to me this was very early in the conversation this is something that former president gay also said anti-semitism is a symptom of ignorance and the cure for ignorance is knowledge sometimes the cure for ignorance is knowledge and also sometimes anti-semitism is based on ignorance Sometimes anti-Semites are very well-informed about a lot of things. In fact, that's the problem, is they think they're well-informed about a certain slice of the information. But even so, very smart people become anti-Semites. Very smart people become racist. Very smart people become misogynist. Very smart people... I mean, smarts is not your defense. Smart people are notorious for finding themselves in possession of the weirdest viewpoints in the world, too. You know, the ivory tower mindset is sometimes is reinforces weird views, because weird views are how you feel superior to other people, and since you're good at debating and arguing, you tend to win those arguments, and so even though that doesn't make you right, you tend to win the arguments, and so you get sort of ego reinforcement by being weird. Do you ever wonder why so many college professors are atheists? It's not because atheism is the smarter position. It's because the kind of person that gets self-value out of defending and feeling superior to other people in defending their weird views 
tends to go into academia because they do well in the arguing environment. And then it self-reinforces because the other people in the discipline tend to hire other people who reinforce that same view. I mean, it's, there's this whole toxic pattern about why you get weirdness in uh, higher education. And uh, that's just like one slice of it. But also, this is very much a part of the historically the liberal viewpoint. And I don't mean liberal in terms of like stupid. I just mean generally speaking, the liberal viewpoint has always said, if we can just educate people better, they'll be good. Well, goodness and evil are not only, and I would say not even primarily, a byproduct of mere education. These are spiritual orientations. They have to do with how you make decisions. They have to do with your psychology. They have to do with your the presence of God in your life or not. I mean, there's a whole range of things, and better books and better teachers aren't going to fix evil, and they're not going to fix anti-Semitism because anti-Semitism is a uniquely virulent form of evil compounded typically with a kind of spiritual, there's a whole spiritual dimension in anti-Semitism uh, that, you know, again, the simple notion that we can just have better classes and therefore all the anti-Semites in the world will go away. Um, there's, been, there's been an awful lot of people who hold those viewpoints who don't qualify as ignorant. Uh, you know, that doesn't mean they're right. That just means that the problem is greater than just the question of sheer ignorance. But there was some other stuff that came up in this conversation I'm going to come back to in just a second about bias at the university. Joe Wilson had a great line of argument where he raises the question of how many conservatives are there and they don't track that, which means they don't care, which means they're not committed to viewpoint diversity. He has, um, Elise Stefanik asked about Jews at Harvard and they don't track that because they don't care about religious diversity, which is a problem and part of the reason why they have anti-Semitism on campus. But there was an also, also an issue of political diversity. We'll get to that in a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Okay, Highway 98 eastbound and westbound through Gulf Breeze proper in front of Gulf Breeze High School. It's slow in both directions, so I guess they are in school this morning. Uh, but uh, if you're going East Burgess Road in front of West Florida High School, utility crews will be on the scene doing pole replacement along that stretch, and they are not in school today. Uh, Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear. No slowdowns on Cervantes. Bayfront's looking good. Um, we did have that accident earlier north W Street at Beverly Parkway. Crews are still on the scene clearing that up, but uh, it seems to be flowing through there pretty well at this moment. Um, if you're headed out of Milton through Pace this morning on Highway 90, no accidents reported. This traffic report is brought to you by Knox Pest Control. Knox Pest Control, their family serving your family since 1929. For information on a free pest or termite quote, visit knoxpest.com. Knox knocks them out. If you see anything out there slowing you down, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. So back to this uh, anti-Semitism hearing and the discussion about uh, campus anti-Semitism. Glenn Grothman uh, from Wisconsin asked this question about uh, about bias on campus and viewpoint diversity, again, of Claudine Gay, now former president at Harvard. Just playing around here a little bit on the Internet, uh, in 2016 they found about 2% of the faculty of Harvard were uh, viewed uh, President Trump, I think, as okay or good. And I think in the 2020 election, the, the Crimson, your local paper there, uh, found 1% of the students voting for Donald Trump, which given that nationwide is about 50-50, was kind of shocking. Uh, does it concern you at all that you apparently have a a great deal, a lack of ideological diversity at Harvard, and do you think that atmosphere is maybe one of the reasons why uh, there seems to be of such an outbreak of anti-Semitism at your institution? Is that is that question for that, me? That's the question for you. Yeah, and I'll ask okay. you, what are you, yeah. you going to do about? We, it? Do you think it's a concern? So we we strive to have as diverse a faculty as we as we can 
because we want to make sure that we are sampling from the broadest pool of talent available in the world. Uh, uh, that's uh, how we ensure academic uh, excellence. Uh, and uh, we uh, then see, that's somebody saying, look, you're broke and you're in debt. And we're like, well, we try to be financially responsible. He's giving you the evidence that shows that whatever you're trying to do has failed. And your answer can't be, well, we try real hard because the evidence is you failed. Now, you can dispute the evidence, which she doesn't do, but you can't stare in the face of the evidence of failure and say that, well, we're just trying real hard because you're obviously it is not working. and You got to address that. I, I, from what I read here, maybe I'm just they're making stuff up, but I don't think they're making it up. We, we said 2 percent of your faculty view Donald Trump as something other poor. In 2016, and after four years of working for diversity, 1% voted for him. Now, I know all sorts of good people who don't like President Trump, but I'm just saying, when you compare the way people think at your campus compared to America as a whole, if there's one thing you are, it's not diverse, <laughs> right? Well, are, are you, do, you, do you consider that a problem or the, the numbers I gave you? So... Um, Congressman, I can't speak to the specific data that you are referring to. Yes, what you can. I can say is that at Harvard, we try to create as much space as possible for Good a Lord. wide range of views and perspectives. You can absolutely speak to it and you can say, you know what? That's probably in the right vicinity and it's embarrassing for us and you're right. That's what you could say. You can just be honest. Well, no, we Keep trying real hard to do the thing that we are clear, clearly terrible at doing. And this is not the way I wanted this to go. But when you hear that 1% of your faculty voted for a presidential candidate who got about 50% of the vote nationwide, does that concern you or do you feel you're not as diverse as you should be? What I'm focused on is making sure that we're bringing the most academically talented faculty to our campus oh and that okay. they are effective in the classroom. You, you know, it's my advice I try to give to news people, Talk radio hosts, anybody who will listen is whatever your endeavor is, be a person. Be honest. Don't engage in this diplo speak avoidance nonsense. Well, we're just trying to make sure. Stop it. Engage the question. Be a person. And, she, and, you know, they kept coming back to this issue of, well, we're trying real hard and we're working on it and then we're trying to fix anti-Semitism and bias on campus and all this stuff. And uh, Joe Wilson, they came back to him for a little extra time later. I thought this was just a devastating line of questions. And how long has Harvard been in existence? 387 years. 337 years. 87. 87. Sorry, I cut you by 50 there. Uh, you've said that education is the solution. All of you agreed, actually, that education is the solution for anti-Semitism. Yet your educational institution, under your leadership and previous leaders is seething with hateful and threatening anti-Semitic demonstrations. But these are only, as I mentioned, these are only against the Jewish students, no one else, just Jews at your school. Yet, uh, you say you believe in accountability. Should the federal government keep shoveling money and privilege to institutions like yours that fail so profoundly in their mission? Your mission's to educate education's the solution. You have 387 years, and you've arrived at this place of violent anti-Semitism and hate. Why should the federal government continue to uh, partner with you in, in such a failed accomplishment or lack of accomplishment? And her answer was, I mean, it was nothing. There's no point in playing the answer. It was, well, you know, sir, we believe that we're doing good stuff, and we're trying real hard, and we're an important part of the culture. I mean, 
but that's the point. Is you say education will solve this problem, and you've had nearly 400 years to solve it. Have you? No. Okay, well, what next, you know? Find a different plumber. <laughs> you know, right? The 822 on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. If you are thinking about buying that next vehicle and you're trying to decide where to go, I recommend Frontier Motors, a great place to buy good quality used cars. Cars you can count on is the way I like to think about it. One, two, three years old. You know, the Dave Ramsey recommend kind of car. You avoid the depreciation on the brand new car. You buy a car that's um, you know, it's not brand new, but it's new to you, and that's good enough because it'll you'll hang on to it for 10 or 15 years if you like. That's how I do. Uh, run it into the ground and then buy another car that's that kind of, you know, one, two, three years old, low miles and a good price. So it's a great value to Dave Ramsey kind of car. I I became a customer because they had exactly the kind of thing we were looking for. And we, my wife loves our Honda Odyssey. I do too. We have that and we'll probably have it for a while. Uh, if you want a good quality car that you can count on, go to Frontier Motors, serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind the big Buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. In the world of payroll and HR services, things can get complicated. There are so many moving parts in business. At Avalon HR, we understand these complications and have your back. Join us today at 10 o'clock on the Pensacola Expert Panel as we guide you through the complicated world of payroll and HR services. Running a business is busy work. Allow Avalon HR to work with you. Join us today on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 10 on News Radio 1620 923 FM. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 923 AM 1620. Hi, this is Earl Ron. New South Window knows southern weather is unpredictable, and our Energy Star windows and doors will keep the heat in and the cold outside where it belongs. We prioritize keeping your family and your home comfortable all year round. Energy efficient products made, installed, and guaranteed for life. Get New South Window. For a limited time only, buy two of our products and get the third free. Visit NewSouthWindow.com to learn more. All the big national news in a conversation with Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins from 11 till 2 on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. It's such a fine line between stupid and, and clever. It's not sexist, it's sexy. Come on. Uh, they know what they're talking about. Uh, 825 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm sorry if you don't know Spinal Tap. Uh, I don't mean to be uh, non-inclusive, but uh, mm. those who know know and those who don't, well, you missed a great comedy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the files mm. before we get to Dave in the newsroom. Jake. Those were the days. Highway 98 east and westbound through uh, Gulf Breeze proper, right in front of Gulf Breeze High School. It's going to be slow in both directions with the school zone there. North W Street at Beverly Parkway, vehicle crash from earlier still has some road blockage there. Police and crews are on the scene clearing that up. It should be uh, hopefully out of there in the next hour or so. East Burgess Road in front of West Florida High School, utility crews are on the scene there replacing poles, but school is not in session there, so you shouldn't see any major tie-ups. Otherwise, around town, Cervantes is clear. Bayfront Parkway checks in without delays. Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox all checking in clear. This traffic report, no, I don't have that right yet. Um, so if you see anything out there slowing you down, let me know. 437-1620, call or text our traffic tip line. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. If you need to buy or sell a home, Christina Leavenworth is fantastic at this. She and her folks at Leaven Rinky Realty will help you. And it's not just like for for yourself necessarily, I mean like personal living space, but it might be investment homes. You know, you're thinking about a vacation rental or a long-term rental. And uh, she was on Pep Talk the other day talking about this. I thought it was an interesting point. She said a lot of people looked at the just seemed like the flood of money flowing into vacation rental owners for a long time. And then they 
they bought into that market or maybe expanded into that market and discovered after a while, like, oh, <laughs> maybe this isn't as great as we thought. And so she says, look, when people are thinking about a VRBO, she says, maybe consider what would happen if that market shifts or has shifted. Could you make it a long-term rental? Because, you know, a, a you know a year year kind of lease. And so she says, look at it that way as well, because you know that's going to be around for a long time, and maybe that's a way to analyze it. And that's the point, is that she will bring good perspective when you're making these decisions, obviously good information about what's happening in the marketplace and at what price point, but just kind of be your good, wise counselor when you're thinking about a real estate transaction. Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leavenrinke Realty, 723-9158. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? The East Coast is bracing for a big winter storm over the weekend. Forecasters aren't sure how much snow that system is going to bring, but uh, they're keeping a close eye on areas near the heavily traveled I-95 corridor. Republican lawmakers visiting the southern border in Texas today. House Speaker Mike Johnson leading a group of about 60 to Eagle Pass, Texas. This trip comes uh, amid stepped-up efforts from Republicans to impeach Homeland Security Director Alejandro Mayorkas. And, Andrew, there's been a lot of talk about the Supreme Court and decisions involving President Trump, whether he can be taken off ballots. But you may not know there's an even bigger legal legal battle brewing right now. Hershey's is being sued by a woman over a Reese's Halloween peanut butter cup Mm -hmm. that did not have its signature cute pumpkin face. Cynthia Kelly filed this lawsuit against Hershey, claiming they falsely represented their holiday products on packaging. She says she would not have purchased the Reese's peanut butter pumpkins if she knew it did not have detailed carvings of its mouth and eyes as pictured on the label. Two observations. Number one, it's Reese's, not Reese's. I'll fight you over this. Number Bring two, it on, McKay. We, talk, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, and if you look at the packaging and the way it shows the cutouts of the eyes and the whatever for the bats and the you know the ghosts and the uh, Halloween pumpkins, it looks a certain way in the package, and it is completely different when you get them inside the package. It doesn't have that at all. So it sounds totally frivolous, but I'm saying I've looked at it, and I kind of side with her on this, on the class action. Five million seems a little high <laughs> for class action, but still. That's, uh, yeah, we talked about that a little bit yesterday. David, thank you so much for the update. 528 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Why in the 7-Eleven logo, here, let me show it to you, Jake, because you probably didn't even realize this. You see the 7-Eleven logo there? Capital E, capital L, capital E, capital V, capital E, small case N. Small N, you're right. You never noticed, did you? I never did. Because who cares, right? Um, Do you know why? Why? It used to be caps. It used to be all caps. And the wife, the first wife, I don't know how many he had, uh, the first wife of John P. Thompson Sr. Doesn't that sound like the name of a guy who owns a big mega corporation? I'm John P. Thompson Sr. Anyway, um, he, she said, you know, that all capitals version looks a little bit aggressive and maybe this would make it look a little bit more graceful. The curve of the N will complement the curve of the seven and maybe your female patrons won't be so discouraged by your logo. I don't know. I've looked at the old logo, by the way, and I do have to say, if you look at it, it actually, it, the old high caps logo, see, you can see for yourself the top left one. Oh, well, yeah. It does look a little bit more like upbeat and aggressive, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it kind does. of funny. Hmm. So now you know. The next time you go to a 7-Eleven, which obviously wouldn't be here, <clears throat> but you're traveling out of town, you see one now. Right. You know. now did, you, uh, did you ever see the arrow in the FedEx logo? Uh-huh. Oh, but man. It's hard not to see it once you see it. Exactly. It's hard to see anything else. I, I'm, I know some of these logo things are fascinating. And uh, you don't notice them at all, like the the brilliant branding that went into designing the logo, and you're like, oh, I hadn't even never even noticed that. 
And now that's the only thing you see. Yeah, the FedEx one is actually a good example of that. David Wayne, what do you have coming up in your news, sir? Homeowners insurance is a big topic for the legislative session. More after Fox. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Former President Trump's legal team is asking a state court in Maine to overturn a decision to remove him from the Republican primary ballot because of the Constitution's insurrection clause. Texas Senate Republican Ted Cruz on Fox's Hannity. The favorite slogan of Democrats today is we're saving democracy. And, you know, nothing saves democracy like trying to stop the voters from voting for your opponents. A state court decision to remove Trump from the ballot in Colorado is on hold pending a federal court appeal. President Biden schedules his first re-election campaign speeches of the new year. The president travels to Pennsylvania to mark the third anniversary of the deadly Capitol riot on Saturday with a warning about the continued risk to Democratic institutions presented by former President Trump's vision. Fox's Jared Halpern has another speech on Monday in South Carolina. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 831 at News Radio 92.3. Right now, 41 degrees. It is uh, mostly cloudy and some rain falling here in Pensacola. Governor Ron DeSantis may have his best chance yet to reclaim the the number two spot uh, in the Republican primary. CNN announcing yesterday DeSantis, Nikki Haley, and Donald Trump are the only candidates that have qualified for next week's debate in Iowa. Trump says he's not going to be taking part in it. That means DeSantis and Haley will be on the stage by themselves. That debate set for next Wednesday in Des Moines. That'll be five days before the Iowa caucus. The latest uh, polling shows Trump in first place in the state. Haley in second. DeSantis is in third. With the 2024 Florida legislative session now only one week away, state lawmakers are gearing up to tackle a lot of issues. And one of those, state homeowners insurance uh, which has been a long-standing issue. Florida homeowners reportedly pay more than triple the national average to insure their homes here, and uh, lawmakers are looking to see how available money could be used to bring costs down. One possibility would be using money left over from the Florida Optional Reassistance, Reassistance Insurance Program that was founded a year and a half ago. Because if they use it, they'll, that they'll have a savings that they'll have to pass on to consumers. State Senator Alex Andrade tells Channel 3 there's three things driving up the costs, hurricanes, the litigation uh, environment, and costs for actual losses. He's looking at uh, what they can do in the legislative session. Again, that begins next week. It'll run through March. The Santa Rosa County business owner being sued by County Commissioner Sam Parker, hinting that a spat with local a local attorney and state representative Alex Andrade may have played a part in that lawsuit. I got into it with him about about two months ago, and I threatened to run against him for a seat. What well, just so happens, the law firm that is representing Mr. Parker here is Alex Andrade's law firm. Huh. Wow. Good way to shut up your competition, huh? And while the firm Moorhill and Westmoreland did file the lawsuit against Chris Smith and Gulf Coast Gun and Outdoors, Andrade tells News Radio he's not involved in that lawsuit. He says anybody is welcome to run against him. Attorney Eric Mead filed that lawsuit. Parker is seeking thirty thousand in damages, saying a cardboard cutout the shop uses of him is derogatory and an unauthorized use of his name, image, and likeness. Well, keeping public servants accountable, or is it invading their privacy? That's the question about a new Florida law 
You know, I, I can see both sides of that argument. Um, I, I understand most people don't want everyone knowing all of their personal financial details. So uh, that, that can be something that makes people nervous, I guess. That's Pensacola City Councilman Casey Jones. He talked to Channel 3, and one new law taking effect this year in Florida requires elected leaders to file a Form 6 and disclose their net worth, retirement accounts, and any liabilities over $1,000. There have been some reports of lawmakers around the state resigning over the law. The nation's first execution by nitrogen hypoxia is scheduled in Alabama. The state's Supreme Court gave the go-ahead this week after Kenneth Eugene Smith requested the method. He's been serving on death row for the 1988 murder of Elizabeth Sennett in Colbert County, Alabama. An execution date has been set for January 25th. It's 835 right now, News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives with Jake. Highway 98 east and westbound getting through proper in front of Gulf Breeze High School is going to be a little bit slow in both directions. North W Street at Beverly Parkway, we had a vehicle crash there earlier. Uh, police and crews are still on the scene clearing that up. Should be out of the roadway shortly, but uh, but traffic is moving slowly through that intersection. East Burgess Road in front of West Florida High School, utility crews will be replacing poles along that stretch of road, but West Florida High School is not in session today, so it shouldn't cause too many problems. No slowdowns on Cervantes. Bayfront Parkway is checking in without delays. If you're headed out of Milton this morning through Pace on Highway 90, no accidents reported slowing you down. This traffic report is brought to you by Patriotic Paving. Are your customers dodging potholes or even worse, avoiding your business? Let Patriotic Paving and Maintenance help your help your better business. Hmm. Patriotic Paving, LLC.com. I don't write these copies. Uh, if you see anything out there slowing you down, maybe some grammar in the road, um, call or text our traffic tip line 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. It is going to be a wet day today with a 100% chance of showers. Temperatures near 51 degrees for your high. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping into 35 degrees. For Thursday, sunshine returns. Sunny skies with a high near 55. Thursday night, temperatures dropping near 40 degrees. For Friday, mostly sunny for the first half of the day with a high near 64. Rain chances moving in late Friday evening. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you very much, Brooke. And right now we've got 41 degrees in Pensacola. 44 in Gulf Breeze, 39 in Milton. Cloudy skies, rain across the area. Your money now this morning. The markets are opening down again today. The Dow is down 156.47 at 37,558. 57 S&P 500 down 23.21 at 47,1962. And the NASDAQ down 92.74 this morning at 14,673.20. Our 10-year bond rate up at uh, 4%. Gold prices down 29.20 at 2044.20. Silver prices down uh, down as well at 23.21 this morning. Bitcoin down 27.90.69 at 42.130.54. American energy companies say they're pumping at a record pace, setting the U.S. to... Uh, produce more oil than any country has in history. A lot of this linked to investments in the fracking industry that's thriving in Texas. The U.S. has already hit production records on and off. And as production steadily increases, yeah, that's that's likely to continue. 
That is uh, Professor Tom Tunstall, who says oil is selling for a price where manufacturers are turning a profit now. As long as that keeps up, he's expecting more investment in the industry across the country. Fidelity's now marked down the value of X shares by over 70% since Elon Musk's takeover. An investment firm decreased its valuation by more than 10% just last November. That, according to a recent filing, there's a new top film studio for the global box office. Universal Studios overtook Disney to be the top film studio of 2023 as far as earnings go. It's the first time Disney hasn't had the number one spot since 2016. Right now, 838, our next news at 9 o'clock. We've got breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Veris Health Partners knows there are plenty of options when it comes to insurance. Owners Pam and Keith Giles will help guide you to choose the best plans for you and your family. As a veteran-owned independent health and life agency in Pensacola, their clients range from moms and dads on Medicare to individuals, families, business owners, and veterans who are looking for answers. They are researchers, educators, and advocates who take pride in guiding clients to become smart healthcare shoppers. Contact them at varishp.com. Veris Health partners. Hobbies can be fun and expensive. How about a hobby that's fun and could make you money? Find out tomorrow morning at 10 with Emerald Coast Coins. Hear about precious metals and metal detectors as a great hobby. For nearly 20 years, Emerald Coast Coins has been one of the top-rated businesses in Northwest Florida to buy and sell gold, silver, and the best metal detectors to find treasure. Get more information about this tomorrow morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. News Radio Pensacola. Your home for informative, local, and dependable news and talk. Start your mornings off with the award winning Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. Followed by the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jake. Then get informed and laugh from 11 till 2 with Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. Followed by the Guy Benson Show. Your afternoon drive is anchored by Pensacola Right Now with Joe and Austin. Followed by Dave Ramsey. It's News Radio Pensacola. Heard on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot. Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. All right, so uh, the frivolous question for today, this is always our segment we talk about things that we know don't matter, but that's why they're interesting and they're good to fight over, and plus they're good questions you can always ask a stranger. Uh, I, and I know this one, may, I think this is going to apply to most people, but I'm curious, it might might miss a couple of you, and I apologize for that. I try to be inclusive on these things so that everybody can play. But 437-1620, here's the question. When you were a kid, where did your parents take you that made you feel special? Where was your, and I'm guessing that this is typically going to be restaurants, but it might be that it's something else, you know, like some park or some beach or somewhere. And I don't mean to limit you only to restaurants. I just know for me, you know, food is love. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> might explain some things about my life today. Anyway, uh, so, you know, for me, it was taking me to, you know, my favorite restaurant or whatever. Uh, and I have some examples of that we'll get to in a minute. But uh, I would like to go to Jake first and give him a chance. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Mm-hmm. When you were a kid, where did your parents take you? To make you feel special. <laughs> I love this already. The fact um, that you're laughing already makes uh, me happy. Hardee's? <laughs> nice. 
Well, okay, so quick story. My dad uh, was a contractor, okay. uh, construction contractor, so he had to get up at like four in the morning and drive an hour to work on job sites and stuff. Gotcha. So sometimes he would get up super early and start coffee, and I would wake up just to be with him for a little bit in the morning, and he would drive me almost 20, 30 minutes the opposite way to the only Hardee's that we could get to, and then he would drive back home, drop me off, and then go drive an hour oh, to work. Man. So, yeah, it was a very special morning when he Dad would do of that. The year. Wow, I know, that's right? That's fantastic. No, I love that. Yeah. Um, I don't have that, that. I mean, I feel dumb talking now, so uh, oh. well done. No, you still <laughs> no. all the sympathy in the room. Uh, <laughs> I do. Good. Um, <laughs> Long John Silver's for all you can eat shrimp, and I believe it was on Tuesdays, mm. if I can remember. It was uh, uh, not shrimp, um, uh, clams, fried clams. Yeah. For all you can eat fried clams on, I believe, like I said, it was on Tuesday. And I have a lot of examples like that, you know, and I can actually track myself through my mom's financial history. Because when, you know, she got divorced from my dad when she was five. And so um, we weren't, I would not say poor. When you were five. What, what did I say? When she was oh, five. Oh, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> when I was five. I would not describe us as poor. But in the five to not, ten years before she got remarried, I would describe us as not doing too well. Mm. And, um, you know, so Taco Bell was a thrill. Like Taco Bell, the beefy tostada. Like that's so how good. I felt. You know, good love. Because, you know, that's a, that. And then I know when later on and she was working as like a manager for uh, AT&T, 800 numbers. And uh, when my stepdad was, a, you know, he was a computer guy. So we had at least enough anyway. And uh, later on, it became things like Carson's Ribs in Chicago or going out to Teppanyaki, which is, oh, my God, you can take me to the Japanese place all you like. Um, but it was food stuff, you know, and especially when I was a kid. I remember it was Long John Silver's for All You Can Eat Shrimp, 437, or when, when she'd pick me up from my dad's, uh, you know, on weekends when I was with him, um, we'd stop at Denny's and uh, get a ham and cheese omelet, and that was the big time. I mean, that was the big time, and eating it in the car. Because it was always trying to drive back to Detroit. Four three seven sixteen twenty four three seven sixteen twenty. Let's see. Somebody here texted Captain D's on Friday nights. We were yeah. <laughs> we were white trash adjacent. <laughs> white adjacent. trash adjacent. I lived in a mobile home park for a while. I can say that about me too. Um, as an adult, which was actually a really good financial decision. You save a ton of money on rent when you own a mobile home. Uh, let's see. Then I don't know about now. Uh, roller skating. Oh, roller skating. Yes, that was the, you did something special. Way to go. Somebody here says, uh, the Western Sizzler. You bet. I See, what I love about this is I think a lot of these answers are going to fall into the similar vicinity that I had, which is it, it proves that you don't have to spend a lot for your kids to remember a really cool thing. You know, like you said, Hardee's, you know, you don't have to take them, you know, to some high end fancy thing yeah. like you just taking them places and enjoying that. They'll like it. I'm, I'm pretty sure my kids are going to have fond memories of, like, White Castle, <laughs> you know, and they're going to they're gonna remember the Waffle House and that kind of stuff because those are good food places and not that expensive. My mom would take me to the San Diego Zoo, one of my favorite places. Oh, that place is expensive. Like, we, we, were, we were from St. Louis, and we visited San Diego and went to Stone Brewery and had a good time, and uh, we did not go to the zoo because I thought, I'm going to pay 60 bucks to do what I can do back at home for free. Um, but, no, I hear it's a fantastic zoo. I just didn't think the price was worth it. But I'm glad that as a kid you were able to do that. Uh, I was raised in Indiana. My parents would take me to Godfather's Pizza every Friday, and they would let me have a dollar to play Centipede and Joust. Oh, oh that is the high life right there. Yes. Uh, I, I was just gonna think if I could if I could produce any joust effects real quick while I'm just doing it with my voice, but I cannot. I'm not that quick. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jake's got our traffic on the fire again. Okay. The question of the day. Question of the day is: uh, Tell me about those. You know, what did your parents do to make you feel special? 
as a kid, either as a reward or as a pick-me-up or whatever the case may be? Where'd they take you? That's the question. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake? Well, if you're taking your kids out this morning, Highway 98 eastbound and westbound through Gulf Breeze proper is going to be a little bit slow getting past Gulf Breeze High School. North W Street at Beverly Parkway, uh, traffic is moving through that intersection, but we had a, a very bad vehicle crash earlier this morning. Crews are still on the scene clearing that up. East Burgess Road in front of West Florida High School, utility crews will be doing road work in that area, replacing some utility poles. Uh, keep that in mind. Uh, school is not in session there, though, so it shouldn't be too bad. And uh, otherwise, around town, we're looking good. Highway 90 through Milton and Pace. Highway 98 through uh, Navarre and Winhaven Beach is looking good. And no slowdowns on Cervantes. If you see anything out there, let us know. 437-1620. This traffic report is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Your small business keeps you on the go. Progressive Commercial Insurance keeps your policy within reach with their easy-to-use mobile app. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com. I'm Jake Walker. Traffic on the fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Thanks. Thanks so much, Jake. Oh, I, I, I just, I just managed to get it. Okay, are you ready? This is, um, this is just for somebody who needs to hear this. <laughs> oh yeah! There you go. That's your. I had to look in three different folders to find that one that I had available for us. So that's your Jow sound effects for you. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Uh, question of the day is, where'd your parents take you when you were a kid to make you feel special? Pizza Hut, way back in the 70s when Pizza Hut was an eat-in restaurant, and you had the red plastic cups. Mm-hmm. Oh, the good days. And then eventually, I mean, everything changed for pizza with the buffet. It just changed everything. Uh, Dairy Queen, somebody says, my dad took my breath. Somebody else says, my dad took me to Mother Goose Gardens, a small amusement park not too far from town. We thought it was the most amazing place in the world. Look back at pictures of our visits and how cheesy it was. <laughs> Yeah, but you're a kid. What do you know? It's fine. Pizza Hut, Milton Dine-In, uh, says Lisa. Or somebody says Red Lobster. Oh, and, the you know, the rolls, obviously, the uh, the garlic biscuits. Uh, or the cheese biscuits, sorry, not garlic. Goofy Golf. Oh, and you can again now. Goofy Golf has been reopened a couple of years ago, right? Cool. Uh, sir, uh, somebody, back when I was a kid, it was pretty cheap for the zoo. Okay, I appreciate the follow-up. Had an uncle when I was almost four, and uh, mom would take me to cemeteries for a few years afterwards because I thought the various markers were pretty. I know this person. I have learned everything I need to know now. <laughs> Finally. No, but that's – he's a very interesting person. I love that. My mom and I would get crazy bread from Little Caesars, and our best chats happened in the car. Uh, she continued that experience with her grandkids. That would have been back in the um, Little Caesars days when it was two pizzas in the, like, paper wrapping. They were the first ones to do the, the pizza topper to keep the – paper off of the pizza right. back when it was you know two pizzas pan pan uh pizza pizza let's see uh i'm seeing a lot of pizza kalo's pizza on clark and balmoral in chicago uh somebody else says uh, my grandpa gave my sister and i handfuls of quarters if we gave him a kiss on the cheek and we'd walk to 7-eleven and get five cent candy slurpees and play mortal Kombat in the arcade machine they had mm. oh, don't you kind of want to go back there yeah, <laughs> i mean isn't I that that's just the fun stuff. I you love remember the sit-down Pac-Man game at the, oh, at the yeah. Pizza Hut? Which came later, right? Yeah. The sit-down was that was how they put the it 80s. in the restaurants, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. My raised in Indiana, my parents would take me to Godfather's Pizza every Friday and they'd let me have a dollar place. Oh, that was the same one. Sorry, I read that one before. Uh five sisters and brothers. My dad worked construction six or seven days a week, often ten to twelve or more hours. When I got to go with him to the job sites and pick up and held out on weekends and when school was out, that was about the only place I got to feel special. As a family, we'd go to State Fair once every two or three years for a rodeo. Uh, Old Burnett's Drive-In in Crestview after church Sunday nights back in the 60s for root beer. Oh, I forgot about A&W root beer. Mm. Go get a foot long and a gallon of root beer to take home to, to be flat three days later. Um, yeah. oh, but that was so good. The root beer was so good at A&W in the drive-in days. 
Going to Talladega Super Speedway every October and April to watch the race with my dad and other family members. Really don't go anymore um, now that Dale Earnhardt Sr. has passed. I can understand that. Uh, somebody here says the Holodome in Navarre for my February birthday. Oh, I love it. See, you know, it's to me, the reminder to me is this. I, f- I tend to take for granted all the stuff you do for your kids and forget what little extra things you could do because I was saying, well, I want to take them out to good food. Yeah, I can just I can just take them out to go to the cheap date. And they will enjoy that. That that's a good reminder to me. And how much it meant to me as a kid. Don't don't miss out on that for them now that they're kids. Eight fifty on News Radio ninety two three. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. Splash Magazine covers the coast like the Gulf of Mexico. Each month, Splash Magazine offers a calendar of events, plus tips on where to shop, dine, and play. Learn about the month's special events, live entertainment, and interesting local people. Learn how to catch fish with Captain Dave Yelverton. See what is worth watching on your streaming services. Tom Nolan will tell you the latest. Find out how to dress for the changing Florida weather with Jen Wells. Get the most out of the Emerald Coast by reading Splash Magazine each month. For more information, call Gulf Breeze News at 850-932-8986 or visit gulfbreezenews.com online. Join the Great Southern Restaurant Group, home to the Fish House, Atlas Oyster House, Jackson's, Angelina's, and Five Sisters, today on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 9. They'll be talking about Atlas Beverage Class, Winter Restaurant Week, Valentine's Day, Pensacon, and other fun things you won't want to miss. That's all today at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel with Great Southern Restaurants. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Sarah is 64 and loves to garden. Recently, her health insurance ran out, leaving her worried about more than just weeds. She called the Elder Helpline and spoke with a volunteer shine counselor about her options. There, she received free, unbiased counseling on health insurance for those on Medicare. For more information or to volunteer, call 1-800-963-5337 or go to floridashine.org. News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Informative, local, dependable. Either you karate do yes or karate do no. You karate do guess so. Just like grip. Like sands through the black water, so are the days of our Milton. And now, another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater. We don't want deserts in this county where people that want to come and live here will not be able to get potable water. We're talking about replacing 45 elected officials with five who all still live in the county, ultimately. You got five commissioners right now that can't handle their jobs and fix this problem. These people loaded this room up. This is an issue that if you put forth a bill, must go on the ballot. People need to decide for themselves if they want it. We do not need senators deciding for us. We don't need reps deciding for us. The people need to decide if they want their water boards changed. So as promised, the Milton City Council meeting preview meeting last night where the discussion of the North Santa Rosa Utilities uh, Corporation Commission, I forget what the name is, uh, that Senator Doug Broxson has been advocating for was um, feisty. 
But you wouldn't know it if you looked on the City of Milton um, video stream last night like I did repeatedly and uh, texting people like, hey, what's going on with the video stream? Why isn't this screaming? Is the meeting not happening? What's going on? Nothing, 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 nothing. And then the regular meeting came on, and that was fine. But if you go and look in the archives, it's just not there. The, the, the warm-up is not there. So kudos to WEAR who went and aired the video for us all to believe that the meeting actually happened. Now, I will tell you, here's what I think happened, okay? Milton is in a new system where um, – and City of Pensacola is using the same system now. It's a really annoying system as an end user. It might be very good for them on the front side, but it's very frustrating as a user. But um, the system kind of requires you to create a meeting, and then you import video into that meeting. But the live stream also was not working, and I don't think they created a separate meeting for this discussion apart from the city council or the sundial meeting. Anyway, so it's not there yet. I do expect that it will be. I frankly demand that it be there because it is a public record and everybody's accustomed to being able to watch these things but it was just frustrating as somebody who really wanted to watch this last night and I almost never watch them live I always watch them later I'm like where's that meeting and if WER had not gone had not gotten the video of it I wouldn't have even known this happened because it's not part of the regular meeting but like I said I think they're going to fix that today at least I super hope they do so the controversy there you heard voices from you know Senator Doug Broxson Sherry Chapman I actually agree with Sherry about this this seems like the kind of thing that should go for a vote at least a poll-taking vote, you know, a temperature-taking vote. Do you want a consolidated utility corporation in North Santa Rosa County? It seems very much like it's being imposed by Senator Broxson for, I'm sure, very good reasons, okay? I know Doug pretty well, and I think he wouldn't do something like this without good reason, and I think he wants to solve some problems with the utilities before he gets out of office. I don't doubt any of that. The problem is... It seems like most people do not want this, and people are upset about it, at least the ones that are talking. And, of course, the utility operators are also upset about this and frustrated about this. They want to keep the way things are right now. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how this develops over the course of the next 60 days as session starts next Tuesday, next Wednesday, something like that. We'll see how it all plays out. But, yeah, always a little bit of drama, and when I do get a chance, hopefully today, to watch that actual meeting, I'll bring you more of the clips. But, again, I appreciate that Channel 3 went and watched and, you know, reported as they're good at doing, our news partners. Uh, let's see, we've got Jake with traffic on the fives. Jake? Okay, Highway 98 westbound through Gulf Breeze proper in front of Gulf Breeze High School is going to be slow going, getting over to the bridge. In Inslee, East Detroit Boulevard at North Palafox Street, we have a vehicle crash with roadblock there. North W Street at Beverly Parkway, we have a vehicle crash from earlier that crews are still clearing up. Uh, should be cleared out soon, but traffic is moving slowly through that intersection. Also, East Burgess Road in front of West Florida High School, keep in mind today that utility crews will be replacing utility poles along that stretch of road, but West Florida High School is not in session today. If you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Oh, something kind of cool uh, happened on Sunday. Remember on Friday last week, we were mentioning, and Thursday, I think, of last week, we were pr promoting that you had this Adventure Cities show on Discovery Channel. It was going to be on. It was going to feature Pensacola, Pensacola Beach, Perito Key. It sure enough did, and it, it was a great ad for this area. It seems odd to describe any part of Florida as undiscovered today, yet there remains a whiff of the secret about Pensacola and its immediate surrounds. Up here in the Sunshine State's northwest corner, the so-called Panhandle stretches for miles along the Gulf of Mexico with its mild temperatures, white sand beaches, and snapper-rich waters. Yeah, they even talked about all the water sports, all the great food, which we do have great food. Pensacola sits on the outer limits of this sandy spur with a rich history as America's first settlement. 
every water sport imaginable. Absolutely. Good nightlife. First settlement, you take that, St. Augustine. Um, that's absolutely true. Promoting Jackson's, promoting the Grand Marlin, promoting the Five Flags Speedway, promoting the Florabama. I mean, doing all kinds of, like, all over the whole area. And the, he, they even put him up in the air with the Blue Angels. It's insane to watch the sky just spinning around you with this big open cockpit and you're just in the heavens rolling around like a bowling ball. What's that beeping sound? Has someone got a missile lock? <laughs> JT did the full profile. As low as negative 2 Gs on our inverted pushout to as much as positive 7.5 Gs in our sneak to vertical rolls. Some of the maneuvers were hardcore. Like it felt as if my body was trying to crush itself like a cat. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, the number seven pilot now this year, the number six, that's uh, Lieutenant Commander Tom Zimmerman, uh, giving him the uh, ride of a lifetime there. And yes, he did pass out. I'll be honest, I am a big fan of Top Gun, and so to get this opportunity was completely surreal. You're in a cockpit, like Maverick and Goose, and you are pulling serious moves. All right, here we go. Get after it, So JT passed out in the sneak to vertical rolls. We're pulling seven FGs for anywhere to 10 to 15 seconds, which is an eternity when you're under that many Gs. I just lost consciousness for maybe two seconds, and I woke up as if I was waking up from a dream. Why am I dreaming I'm inside a washing machine? And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I'm in an airplane. It's something that is almost beyond words in terms of the extraordinary impression that it leaves on you as a person afterwards. No, it's definitely cool. And they did a good job of promoting the area in conjunction with Visit Pensacola. I will worry a little bit that people are going to come to Pensacola thinking they can just go fly with the Blue Angels. That's not true. Uh, but no, it was it was generally it was a very good thing. That's it for us. We'll see you tomorrow. Stay tuned for Pep Talk. You're listening to News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. A local lawmaker sponsoring an effort to keep Florida businesses from being able to go cashless. We'll have more on that story after this update from Fox News at News Radio 92.3. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. House Speaker Mike Johnson posted that on X as he leads a group of Republicans to the Texas border today after a record month of illegal immigration. Congressman Jim Jordan's there and tells Fox. The cause is the Biden administration and their crazy policies that they adopted on day one. And it continues today with the DOJ saying, take down the razor wire, Texas. Just let them keep coming in. Fox's Bill Malusian is an eagle past Texas ahead of the afternoon tour. They're coming at a time when records are just being shattered here at the southern border. It's been a quiet morning out here in Eagle Pass, but not so quiet in Arizona last night. He says there was another big wave of migrants there. Coming through a breach in the border wall, large majority of them uh, African men coming from all around the world. Some of the countries we talked to there, Liberia, Congo, Senegal, Guinea. And it's coming as Tucson sector border agents are being warned to keep an eye out for fake passports. Now, last night, President Biden said when returning from his St. Croix vacation... Now, it's hard to hear him, but he says Congress ought to give him the money he needs to protect the border. Now, that border policy dispute is also holding up more U.S. military aid to Ukraine. But after Russia's ramped up and deadly barrage of missile attacks on Ukraine in recent days, NATO is buying up a 
up to 1,000 Patriot missiles to bolster Ukraine's air defense. It's up to at least 103 people dead in Iran, where explosions rocked an event to honor the general the U.S. killed in an airstrike four years ago. The explosions taking place near the cemetery where he is buried. Iranian officials are calling this a terrorist attack, but they did stop short of blaming anyone or any country. These developments out of Iran do come as Israel is bracing for the possibility of a retaliatory attack after a drone strike yesterday in Beirut killed Hamas's deputy chairman, Salah al-Aruhri. That's Fox's now, new Trey after- Yingst in Tel Aviv. America's listening to Fox News.